hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor are always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech. My name is Trevor Long. You can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. You can follow my friend and colleague here, Stephen Fennick, at Stephen Fennick with a PH from techguide.com.au. Episode 201, Stephen, in the Tech Guide studio. Yeah, it's uh, it's my home game this week. That's really good. <laughs> so uh, great to be together once again, Trevor. And thank you to everyone for all your lovely well wishes for our 200th episode. We were overwhelmed with with messages Spent. and we had tweets. To, we had to get an intern in to reply <laughs> to your tweets. It was, it was, it was really lovely. But interns are cheap, all. so that's good. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, there has been... It's been an interesting week because not actually a lot of little bits of news, but just some big news coming around. So we'll cover all of that for you as we do. Thanks to the good people at Netgear here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Stephen, finally, it feels like, I don't know, three, seven, ten years we've been waiting for this just because the number of people who've been talking about Netflix for year after year after year is... Well, it's been driving me insane, frankly. I'm a little bit over it. And finally, yeah. it's launched. Netflix, Netflix um, launched officially here yesterday, Tuesday our time. Um, but what was fun was, I think it was, was it Monday night or Sunday night? The pricing was leaked <laughs> on Reddit. Uh, God knows how it got leaked, but it did. And um, to be honest, the pricing to me looked good, but the devil's in the detail with this pricing and the, and the content availability. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah. I'm not sure it is as impressive as Netflix as a yeah. brand really sounds. I, I definitely think that uh, the first version of Netflix we're getting in Australia is Netflix Lite. It's not. It's nowhere near the uh, the amount of shows, the amount of content that is obviously in the US store. You know, that, that's been building up for years now. Mm. We've had it for, what, two days, a day and a half yeah. now. So I think people need to be realistic that you're not going to get everything overnight, but it'll it'll eventually build. Um, and the point the, about that is TV, which this is a, an arm of TV, essentially. It's an entertainment prospect, um, has, has rights attached at so many different levels. So uh, a program that is made in Bollywood, let alone Hollywood, is sold into region after region across the world. Now, Netflix has made it very clear globally that they are now going to start to, to buy rights Globally, so they don't have this problem of a program only being available in some territories. But if they're presented with a really popular, uh, like a blockbuster movie, and the movie cinema, the, the the chain will only sell it to them in America, I'm tipping yeah. they'll take it Absolutely, because they want yeah. the, they want the traction in America. So there will be times where we don't get it, and there will also be times where we get stuff that others don't yeah. because of like, the availability. I think that, that fans or viewers need to be realistic. I think that this isn't the the silver bullet that's going to solve all those issues that we've had in the past. I think what's mm. what what the positive result is going to be. I predict like a huge downturn in piracy, like the amount of shows we can now get. Day and date with the with America. I'll give yeah. you an example. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a fan of the show. Orange is the New Black. It, it's a it's yep. a show, Netflix original program, and they said that on June 12, when it airs in America, we will get it the same time here in Australia, where does which it is very America? positive. When? Where? 
uh, on Netflix. But see, that's the thing. It's a bit different. We're not talking about. Um, it's a bad, bad uh, example, like Big Bang Theory, or you know, yeah. the massive, massive Twenty Four, Jack Bauer. That's a, you yeah. know, it's not wasn't a massive blockbuster hit, but it had a huge following. Mm. See, that's a network television show that's on network TV. It's not on these well, internet streaming services. But and I think frankly, that, it'll be sold into network TV still. Yeah. But so I think, we're still yeah, going to have that. And you have to piracy. remember though, like the the. Well, let's call them tentpole shows, right? Yep. The shows that the the, the needle moves really, the network really, them. really sharp. When shows like House of Cards, Game of Thrones, it's become a situation now where yes, Netflix is here. Uh, do I get rid of Foxtel? No, you shouldn't because it's different. Do I? You can even buy, get subscribe to Stan as well. It's not going to mm. you know for thirty dollars a month you could have two of those services. But mm. it it becomes a little bit like. Do I buy a PlayStation or do I buy an Xbox? There's, there's going to be some games that work on both, mm. but there are going to be some Gran exclusive. Turismo That's on right. An Xbox. So you want to play you want to play Halo, then you, you won't be able to play that on a PlayStation and an Xbox. If you want uh, Uncharted or these exclusive PS4 games and three games, then. That's that. That's the that, that's the that's what you've decided to purchase. And I think you touched on a, on a valid point. This I've seen a few tweets and things from people going, "Oh, Fox!" and even responses to my yeah. my articles. Oh, Foxtel's in trouble. This is going to upset their model. I don't no. want to break it to you. Foxtel ain't in trouble. Not Foxtel, by a long shot. The yeah. Foxtel knows that their problem was pricing, not content generally. Mm. So they reduced their pricing broadly last year. The fact is, people with Foxtel are not going to get rid of Foxtel. They may scale back their Foxtel package potentially, Quite, yeah. right? Potentially. So let's say you took off yeah. one of the packages. That's twenty five dollars mm-hmm. saved. You could and you subscribe to Stan or yeah. Netflix or you, both. You, you might still remove, save the money. You might remove the movie package off Foxtel. So you, you got Stan and I don't know what a movie package costs on Foxtel. Is an extra twenty five, thirty bucks a month? Probably. So if yeah. you if you say scale back the movie package uh, and just take up Netflix, hmm. so that's fifteen versus twenty five or thirty, but. Again, so I, I wrote a similar. Terms. I wrote a similar type of you know what what how's this going to affect Foxtel and Free to Air TV? Well, the strength of both Free to Air and well, let's start with Free to Air TV. Free to Air TV look definitely are looking over their shoulder, and they're definitely everyone's going to lift their game. Yep. They need to play to their strengths. Live news, live sport, these reality, reality. shows like you know the Block and Master Chef and all these shows—that's what what's going to keep them in business. Correct. Game of Thrones isn't. No. Neither is House of Cards. Because I don't want to that's break what you. They need Game to of do. Thrones is not on uh, Foxtel or Netflix because it's Game of Thrones. It's because it wouldn't rate on network television. Yeah. I don't want to break it to it you, but it be, would yeah. not rate it'd anywhere be, near. If it, it'd be shown at midnight. If that's it was, right. Uh, if it so was, that's yeah. why it finds its niche now. Yeah. I believe Stan, Netflix, and Presto are complementary to Foxtel for yeah. Foxtel customers, and I believe people who can't afford Foxtel will look at these services and go, oh, finally, I can get something that gives me more content. Mm. And so that's where it sits in, in the playing field. We should remind listeners that Presto is actually owned by Foxtel, Foxtel as well. Foxtel and so Channel 7. They, so they, they, they sort of put, they put that ahead of, uh, you know, ahead of the Netflix launch some months ago. And. And what's interesting is you, you, then you've got Fetch. I, I, I want to remind people that Fetch sits there in between mm. them all as a hybrid. You've got a Fetch, got Fetch TV, TV box in that the studio you here. own outright for mm-hmm. a start. You get free-to-air channels and you can record them. And you, you get can, some you Foxtel pay, channels. You get some ch- pay TV you channels can, on as well. They're not Foxtel channels anymore, well, they're, are they? Because, well, because Foxtel, page, when they merged yeah. with Ostar, were forced to relinquish yeah. any exclusivity over channels. That's a nice sweet spot with so a Fetch TV. So you can now subscribe. To, to, to pay TV channels, but you can also uh, rent movies, you can watch content on demand, mm. and 
you can watch Netflix on your Fetch TV box. And I don't and, know if you've done this, Stephen. And it's unmetered. Yeah, and if, if you're on... If you're, if on you're the IINet right and yeah. Optus. So but if yeah. you've got, like me, you just bought the Foxtel box and you're yeah. using it on Big Pond, it's not unmetered. But yeah. Fetch TV and IINet, there's a big billboard running down to the airport up here on yeah. uh, on Southern Cross Drive. It says Fetch TV plus um, Netflix equals awesome yeah. or something. But when you're on your Android device, right, and you open Netflix, I might have been done it on my, um, on my iPad as well, and you go to Chromecast, that little icon, uh-huh. you've got your Chromecast, Fetch TV shows up as an option there. Is that right? So you can cast to from... To Fetch TV? Yes. From a tablet? Yes. An Android tablet? Yes. Well, wow. I, don't, I have to check that, but yeah, I found that staggering. Now, that is... Well, they've been advertising that heavily for the fact that Fetch TV, apart from it having Netflix out of the box, we should also r- remind people, you, if you've got a PlayStation 3, 4, Xbox 360, Xbox it's One, there. it's there as well. My Blu-ray player... In the in the Tech Guide Theatre here has also got a Netflix yeah. app on it as well. That's an Oppo like a high end Blu-ray player. Mm. So and, and there's even a button on the remote control there's that Netflix. says Netflix. So so just on the services, Stan yeah. Presto on Netflix. It is really important that you check what you're getting. Right. Yeah. The great thing is 30 day trials available on all of them. So sign up and try them all. Now you do require a credit card for all of them. Uh-huh. But set a note in your diary for 28 days away, and yeah. then delete the ones you don't want because they will charge you ongoing. Well, can I just can I just say, when Netflix first when it first ticked over to midnight on the 24th, mm. so it became 12:01 a.m. was mm. 24th of March. I think I signed into the American service. I've got the American service that I'm I'm subscribed to from my computer. On oh, my really? tablets are all different. My 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 iMac here, and I'll show you in a minute. I'll show you. They were saying, oh, you can't get Wolf of Wall Street, you can't get this. I can get every single one of them on my computer here. I don't know whether there was some kind of, there was some kind of uh, little zone, little, little time zone where they were accepting everyone. But I'm telling you now, I, and the top tier is priced at eleven ninety nine, not fourteen ninety nine. Okay, yeah. I hope Netflix aren't listening to this, but I've signed to that. Well, Reed, Reed Hastings, his name is the CEO. <laughs> he's a listener. He's in town. He's is a listener. he a listener? Yeah, okay. Well, listen, Reed, let me give you some feedback on the service. Okay. Uh, I've had a look and a good play with them all now for, for a little while. Uh, Netflix only for, for a short while, obviously. But they're, they're very interesting. Netflix is eight ninety nine, and And, uh, yeah, that's um, – Stephen's just bringing it up on his uh, on his computer here. There's no doubt that that's the American version because it just looks different. Um Wow. Hello, <laughs> Scoop. Um, I have got the American version, people. So if you need American access, come to Stephen's house. He's got it all. Um, <laughs> no the, VPNs either. Nothing. The, the $8.99 is an excellent price. Now, two things. They're avoiding GST. Not avoiding. They're an American company operating out of America. They're not setting up an Australian company, so they're not charging GST. So that's how yeah, they that's, charge. That's shrewd. That's how Very they charge shrewd. ninety cents less. I wonder how the government thinks of what the government thinks about. Well, that. how does the government think about everyone buying stuff on Amazon? Well, you know, they're not charging GST on that yeah, either. But they, so, we're, we're sitting in Australia, consuming content in Australia, like it's, yeah, from an American company. Well, right, yeah. same thing. Right, so that's how they avoid. That's how they're able to get their price down so yeah. low. But I, I can see that loophole for closing nine bucks. Quickly. You're getting standard definition yep. and one stream one at a time. One TV, one screen. Yep. On on Presto for fourteen dollars you get everything, but for nine dollars on movies or nine dollars on TVs, nine ninety nine, you get up to I think three or four devices and and standard definition. Stan, only one price, ten bucks. Yep. High up definition. Up to six devices. Yeah. Up to six devices, three four, simultaneous, four, I think it's three four four simultaneous, simultaneous streams. Yeah. So That's value, and it's HD. And I've got to be honest, every time I look at it, I go, 
Stan is good. Stan I think Presto, good. unfortunately, is third in terms of usability. Well, interface, it's standard like definition. That. Like, come on. It's and standard definition. It's a stupid thing, but finding the play button is sometimes very hard on Presto. It's a bit silly. Mm. They put it in weird places next to seasons and stuff like that. So I actually think Stan is, is the is the best of the bunch today. Value-wise. On yeah. value. Yeah. And they do have a huge a content, content yes. library. Yes. So, but the the kicker here is, and I think this is this is how we wrap it up, is we say, frankly, it depends what you want. It depends yeah. what you want to watch. But and like that's, I said earlier, everyone's though, got a different service. Each of these, think of them like Channel 7, Channel 9, and Channel 10. Yeah. They've all got different shows. Mm. Imagine your house didn't get Channel 10 and you're a fan of the Shark Tank and mm. MasterChef. You'd get a new Studio antenna. 10. And, yeah, well, Studio <laughs> 10 uh, with great tech advice. You'd get a new antenna, right? That's, that's yeah. what these services are. Now, you can sign up, no contracts. The fact is people forget to, to cancel contracts. But mm. if you sign up just for what you need... You probably could do with all of them at different times yeah. of the year. Well, I think, though, as I mentioned earlier, I don't think people are going to stop at one. People are going to get Netflix mm. and Stan. Or, I think I think, I think there's going to be will multiple. find one complimentary and others will find two yeah. because yeah. 20 bucks not that big a deal. Yeah, I think, though, well, it certainly has made uh, quite quite an impact here. It's going to be... It's 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 pretty pretty easy to say that this is there's been never a better range of choices for viewers now. Yeah. There's never been anything like this. This is this is really a big event. The fact that all these services and Netflix has finally landed in Australia. I yeah. think the viewers are going to be the winners. And yeah, of course there will be some teething problems early and you know, complaints about content. But I think once they get going and once once it establishes itself here, I think uh, people are going to be very happy with these services. Yep, no doubt. And uh, you can read more. All about those uh, services, our thoughts uh, on all the streaming wars, as they say, at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, the it just so happens that this week where Netflix was about to be it's launched... It's Entertainment Week. It is, yes. Uh, it just so happened that the day before Netflix launched, hello, the Foxtel IQ3 became available. Uh, They've so been talking about this forever. They have, I I think um, I reckon though that uh, I, I, I actually wrote about all the features of the IQ3 about eight weeks ago, seven mm. weeks ago, um, and we were expecting, or I was expecting, the box would be available early February. Right. So I wrote my story late January. So th- that's what the sort of the thought process was. Everyone thought, oh, February we're going to get the new Foxtel box. But what I think's happened, I reckon they've held back, they've pulled back on the reins a bit, knowing that that Netflix was going to land late March. Mm. And they've hung back a bit just to sort of make a bit more of an impact there. What do you think about that? I don't think so. I just think they they're waiting to get the ducks in the row, right number yeah. of boxes in the country, big coincidence, bit of Game of Thrones timing going on as yeah. well. Um, they're doing a bit of ambush marketing around that. I just think, I mean, it is coincidental, but uh, I don't know. I just think they had yeah. to get things right. Um, okay. the, look, the the thing about it is right. It's it's it, this is the stupidest thing to say. I know, but. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Oh, something in my head. I, it's I smaller than the other one. Smaller. Than, it's but actually it's, it's narrower. It's than narrower that, yeah, but taller. Yeah. And I imagined it to be actually a much smaller device. Very weird thing in my head when mm. I sat down to look at. It, I went. The remote control wow. smaller. The remote thinner. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. But yeah. it's um it is a complete leap forward. I I said on AFGM it's it's a leap past the present into the future because it's basically a beautiful interface. They have spent a lot of time. See the old Foxtel boxes were always imports from B, B Sky B in the yes. UK. They were, this they is. Sort of new. Reconditioned boxes. They've, they've almost, built this they? from the ground up. Yeah. 
based on what they want, how they want it to work, um, on, well, a, on an a, interface it's a, level. It's a platform. It, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's a really beautiful design. It's, it's all HTML5, but it, it just means it's graphical. So every, mm-hmm. there's key art for every story. There's a whole bunch of these kind of things going mm-hmm. on. And, and they've got trending. They've got suggested content. Yeah, that's really interesting how like, I, I like how the trending just is, is basically what everyone's watching right now. So it's, yeah. it's 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 a great way. Real time ratings. I, I like the home the home page the home page with. Uh, <laughs> so I just looked up. I don't normally but see who myself is that on guy? television. <laughs> I I I, uh, I like the home button where you're thinking, what the hell am I going to watch? Yeah. And there's all these great suggestions, but some of the other features and I only again sort of the devils in the details here. The the, the two big features for the Foxtel IQ3 is uh, start over. Mm-hmm. And look back. Without question, start, start over, over awesome. is a great idea. And and for those who don't know what it is, you if you've tuned into a, ch- a channel and you've missed the start of a program, you can actually hit the start over function, and and the start of that show will then be streamed to you, so you can watch the whole. So thing. if you come home at eight forty three and you've missed the start of Gogglebox, which started at eight thirty, you just press play, which is the start over button, mm. and it streams the program from the internet. Um, to you from 8.30. Yeah. And so you see the whole show. The whole show. And, and look back. Similarly, you can go back 24 hours and think, oh, I forgot to record the Housewives of New Jersey. And then, boom, you can download <laughs> You'd it, You'd be right? filthy about that, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, it would be. But here's the thing, though. One of my readers actually contacted me about this. They said, look, those services, Start Over and the Look Back, are they HD? No. They're not. They're standard definition. Well, they're, they're, they're adaptive. They're streamed adaptive. Well, but the quality of the video is, is standard not HD. Def. That's right. So I think though, if you're a Foxtel customer with unlimited broadband, like most, a lot of people, I've got unlimited. I can mm. download whatever I want. I reckon you should have the choice to say, no, I want to download that file in HD. Thank you. Yeah. I oh, think, look, I think it's, look, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the two, only it's thing I can find that's disappointing about it, right? It's 2015, and they're, they're offering standard definition where we're watching... We've, we've, some of us have got ultra-high-definition TVs. We're watching DVD-quality programs on that on the TV. Oh, that's a bit disappointing. I was only... playing with it today, and uh, while we were filming this, this current affair story, we, I was playing with the IQ3, and... It, look, the quality wasn't great, but it did come up okay once it picked up the the, the stream yeah. of, our, of the of the yeah. of the ADSL. We when did using. I see it? I saw it last week on the Friday. Was that under embargo? Yeah, I couldn't write about it until Monday. Yeah. So, um, I like the 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 top layer they showed you was very impressive. The fact that yeah, yeah, the the like I'm a huge channel surfer on Foxtel. I'm going up, 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 and and the channel changes as you go. Mm. But now you can actually see what's on without leaving the channel you're on. You can do a better search. You can you know thinking oh what's a good movie starring Tom Cruise? You can just type it in and totally. it'll tell tell you whether it's on demand or whether it's live, whether it's on in your you've recorded it. So managing your recordings and and finding discovering programs uh, is really good. And don't forget though. Everyone's talking Netflix, of course, and 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 Stan and all these other mm. services. There's Foxtel Go as well, which I love. I use Great Foxtel service. Go so much. Every subscriber so to Foxtel should have Foxtel is, Go on their smartphone. That adds value to me. I think that if even yeah, we are paying 120 bucks a month, whatever it happens to be, but that adds a lot of value mm. because rather than me investing in a second box, which that obviously Foxtel would love you to do, hmm. I'm sitting in here watching the football while my wife's out there watching her Foxtel program on the big TV out there. So we we it's it's a great way to add value to that service and uh, you know the people forget that they think oh Netflix they're all talking Netflix but Foxtel have those services that do add value to your subscription. Yeah, and I I think they I don't think they've done anything but uh, I guess please and and cater to their existing mm. customers. Their whole thing right now has to be about customer retention. 
Yeah. Right? That's the most critical thing they can have. And so if they can retain this 30% of the market that they've got, then they'll be able to actually continue to grow the way they are. So I don't know. I think it's a great box. I think everyone who has Foxtel, it's my salary was if you've got Foxtel, bloody oath. You've got to upgrade. Should you get it? Absolutely. $125 but, uh, but, to upgrade. And someone was, was made a good point. You don't own the box. So it is a yeah, bit, you rent, bit weird. Well, yeah. So, But it's, it's a one-off $125 payment. So, yep. But... Um, I think sort of getting back to sort of what we were talking about earlier with Netflix and its effect on Foxtel and free-to-air, mm. Foxtel's kind of, a, 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 it's, they, they still have the same challenges as free-to-air in, in comparison to Netflix. They too have great news programming, excellent sports. Sport totally. is, I reckon, Number one reason the, Foxtel what, will continue why to people exist. want Foxtel is because of the live sport. sport. Fantastic. But they've also got a lot of reality programming that you can't get on these other channels. I think, if you look at the most popular channels on Foxtel, they'd be your your lifestyle channels, mm. your lifestyle, all these sport. reality shows, documentary type shows, history channel, those sort of channels, which you know really rich programming and some Australian programming too. Yeah. So there's a lot missing from these streaming services, what we're saying. But Absolutely, if yeah. you consider the streaming services to be the civic video or blockbuster of today, you now pay a subscription to <laughs> Which those people. Which are now people. all closed down. Correct. You pay a subscription to those people, <laughs> yeah. and, and they're in your computer, they're in your yeah. smartphone, they're on your TV, you one whatever effect, you want to watch. One effect I think it may have is that people might buy less package media. I was scrolling through yeah. my American Netflix account over here, <laughs> and uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at all these movies that I actually had in my hand at JB Hi-Fi, whether wondering whether or not to buy them or not. Now I'm thinking, well, I don't need to spend fifteen dollars on the Blu-ray. I can just watch it now on Netflix for free, or yeah. not for free, but as part of my subscription. So I think it may have an effect. Like, although I don't think it could match the quality in terms of uh, you know bit rate and all that sort of stuff when no, you're watching no, no. actual like pure for pure like uh, clarity of picture. But for those movies where you probably watch once and never watch again, you, I don't think I'll be buying them anymore. I um I have said many times the quality of Foxtel Sport in higher definition, oh, brilliant, yeah. staggering. Especially when the Rabbitohs are playing. It's funny. It's not the best quality, <laughs> but the quality of the picture is outstanding. Yeah. They deliver true and full high definition. I know and the, the free to air channels doing, do not. Hello, well, no, free to air HD channels are still compressed. That's what I'm saying. Even their HD channels don't. What's going to happen there, mate? Well, let's digress just slightly right. here. What's going to happen? Come on, the give only, us HD Sport. The, it's not going to happen. The only thing that will oh. happen. Is, is if the government mandates MPEG-4, which is a new transmission technology, which is actually now old, so there's a newer one we should be going to. Yeah. Um, if they mandate that, then in time, years, everyone will have to upgrade their TVs and boxes again to an MPEG-4 compatible box, and you'll be able to get so will HD. I be, I'll because be retired. Can, will I be retired by then, you reckon? You'll or? be retired well before that happens, mate. <laughs> I wouldn't be holding out for it anyway. God. Anyway, uh, Foxtel IQ3 is available now. If you're an existing subscriber, ring up, ask them what it's worth, ask them what it takes to upgrade and, and have a think about upgrading. In summary, the Foxtel IQ3 box, have you ever been to India? Get it, India. That's what I like to say to people. Get it, get it. You're a Foxtel subscriber, get it today. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. And one of the products that we talked about, Stephen talked about a few weeks ago, was the click switches from Netgear. Now, these are $139 for the 8-port and $219 for the 16-port. If you've got an area of your home, like your home entertainment unit or maybe the, the home office where you've got a lot of devices plugged in, you don't have to have one of those little tiny switches where everything's plugged into 
but it's it's dangling in the air because the cables push it around. The click switch allows you to actually clip it on onto the top, the bottom, the side of of a cupboard, a desk, whatever it might be, and keep it in nice compact form. Keep your cables managed. It's an unbelievably good product. It's actually a little bit of genius from from the designers at Netgear. Simple system, easy to use, and uh, you can learn about them. Check them out at netgear.com.au. And Stephen's review of the click switches is at techguide.com. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So Stephen, amazing. They launched in 2010. They, uh, thinking about timelines, Telstra launched 4G in 2011. <laughs> amazing. This week launched 4G. So they're a little bit behind the times when you think about it. But when I um, I had a conversation uh, with one of the bosses, I'm gonna re- I can't remember his position, but I had conversation with one of the bosses about these new plans on Friday last week and I actually used an expletive when he told me the prices. I was ve- I was really impressed. Six gig of data, right? What is it, $55 on 4G? Four gig of data, $45. And one and a half gig of data for 30 bucks. I reckon they're bloody good prices, mate. But the six gig, does that, that, that that's 3G or first that's 4G? 4G. So six gig... Fifty-four ninety, and that's sim, sim only on the Optus network. Yeah, on the Optus network, um, you know, unlimited uh, calls and SMSs and stuff on that plan as well. And critically, also, they're now charging on the four G network. They're charging in kilobytes, not megabytes. So if you're an existing Amazim customer on the four G plan, for example, and you were using about three and a half gig, in kilobyte terms, it's probably only two and a half mm-hmm. because one email is it counts as a meg. On yeah. megabyte charging, where kilobyte charging, you can do a lot more for Absolutely. your buck. So the, the existing customers, uh, like half my family's on a Macim, so the existing customers will just their accounts will now be four G no. compatible. Well, existing or got customers are grandfathered into their existing plan if they want to keep it. The, exi- right. the old plans are not available anymore, but existing customers but can keep them as long as they want. Like, yeah. But if you want four G speeds and these to- data limits. You've got to you've got to ring them up and make the change. Yeah, because I think uh, the, the, I think my wife's example. She's on the three G plan, and she could uh, for the same price get on four G, but lose a gig of data. And and I would think you'll find that she won't lose it because of the mega, the kilobyte charging. Uh-huh. But if it's if it's a risk you don't want to take, it's not that big a deal, right? Unless you're doing something that requires that super speed, it's not that big a deal. So one seven hundred thousand customers they've got, right? Mm-hmm. They don't all have to upgrade. No. But in terms of staying competitive, in terms of customer acquisitions, mm. they need to be four G. So it's long overdue. Yeah, well, long it's a, overdue. You know, it was always going to happen. It was just a matter of time. Look, my mail is they they were out of contract with Optus, and and Ooh. basically they you know Optus, the MVNO space disappeared. All these low cost carriers disappeared. Optus. In reality, probably didn't want to have any more MVMOs, but they can't get rid of a company that's got six hundred, seven hundred thousand customers. Absolutely, so they had yeah. to do a deal. They probably drove really hard on it. That's why it took so long. Mm-hmm. In the end, they've come to an arrangement that I think works for everyone. Their pricing is actually pretty much the same as Optus. Yeah, cheaper than Vodafone, and obviously just ridiculously cheaper than um, than Telstra. Telstra. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you're on on a SIM only plan or you're looking to switch, honestly, you have to check out the Amazim deals. Check them out. Yeah. I think they're well worth checking out. Well, you know what? I think what I like about Amazim is that they they came into the market like in 2010, as you mentioned, when, and they really put it to the carriers. They really yeah, kept them honest, it. didn't they? Didn't they? Like, like companies, a and 12 cents yeah, a text. company like Optus and Telstra, all, all of them really had to lift their game. And, mm. and that competition is just innovative. Been, uh, being really, really It's hard to be innovative, really now, innovative now in the mobile space, but, yeah. you know, they're at least being competitive, and I think that's the key. So check out the full deals. I've uh, written them up at eftm.com.au. How many people have you seen, in, uh, including you, you, you and I, 
are wearing activity bands, mm. fitness bands, and wanting to count their steps. Oh, and... Mate, I had the bloody security boss at SBS today ask me about, <laughs> you know, monitoring your health and stuff. Oh, I was, it really is becoming a, a well, big thing for people. It is. It's huge. And, and, and I read a little story on Tech Guide yesterday about the iPhone health app. Now, there's a lot of people who I don't think realize. They're, they're iPhone users, hmm. and they don't realize just what the health app can do. Because it's got an accelerometer on board, of course. Yep. It can actually the health app count. on its own. Yes. Oh, this is with things. no band. This is just the phone. We take the phone with us everywhere. I yeah. run with my phone. I listen to music on it, whatever. And because it's got an accelerometer and in the health app, there is actually a dashboard that you can see the steps you've taken, yeah. flights you've of stairs you've climbed. No, it's just there. Oh, flights of stairs, steps you've done, distance you've traveled, calories you've burned. Mm. And they are the main features that people look for. For the, the, the reason they want to buy a fitness band is to collect that very information, whereas it's already there on the iPhone, which I found rather interesting. The, uh, the health app. Is kind of uh, it has had a the developers can can create or adapt their own apps using the health kit so that say you are you're using a Garmin or you've got a, a no Fitbit idea. you can um, you can then pipe in you can aggregate your information from those other apps so it shares it it pools it all into the health app as well so you I've can, got to go back to using my jawbone that it counts much more steps <laughs> than this does that's for sure <laughs> you got to get off your chair a bit more mate. But uh, I, I just found that really interesting that uh, there's an app that's just sitting there that can actually do about seven 70 to 80% of, of what... Seven flights of stairs of... of there you go. Lane. That's not many. Yeah, you need to... You've been taking the lift That's all, That's all day, a G-up. I've actually walked up several flights of stairs <laughs> just to get to my car in the well, car park. Just, just to run through a few things quickly. It can count your steps, tell you the distance you've walked or ran. Uh, it can also... It's got a built-in barometer. That's what measures the flights of stairs. So it tells mm-hmm. you you've been up a few stairs. Uh, it can also be your food diary. Now, how many people I know that whenever personal trainers and if you know you want to lose my a personal weight, trainers always on me about yes, my food I'm diary. sure he is. But keeping a food diary is something that personal trainers and and nutritionists like to do because the fact that you're writing everything down that you eat uh, makes you think twice about whether you should actually eat it. You should try that, Trevor. Not that I'm uh, not that mm. I'm saying anything about mm. your physique over there. But uh, it also, you can... Yeah, because you're you, a male model. <laughs> you can also even... You know how like sleep tracking is a big thing Massive. with these, with these um, wearables. But with an app, you can actually track your sleep with the iPhone as well. So you don't actually need a separate device. If you install... There's some apps. There's the Aura Sleep System, when there's also a sleep cycle alarm, so that you don't even have to have a separate device. Just an app can also... Uh, get, can Can... Look at the quality of your sleep yeah, as well. Yeah, right, okay. So all these things, all within the health app, I thought really interesting to point out was you know, activity bands and, and, and smart watches and all these things are massive, but it's already there on the iPhone with you the health app. You can check that list out at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick. So, mate, we, uh, we've kind of been waiting for this for... Well, since CES, when when we first saw it, the Arlo smart cameras from Netgear. Now, uh, I installed these at my place a little while ago, and out of the box, that I mean, they said to me when we were at CES, when we were talking to, you know, uh, Patrick and all the others there about Arlo, they said it was so easy to set up, anyone could do it, 
out of the box, they are unbelievable. So these are Great. 100% wire-free cameras. You, un- you unpack the box, there's two cameras, if you, if you get the two-camera pack, uh, two cameras and mounts for them to go on the wall and a little kind of home router. So the home router plugs into your, your existing router and then it essentially creates a separate network for your cameras. You put four batteries that come with the, the cameras into the cameras, you press a button on the camera, press a button on the router, and they, they pair paired. up. Yeah. You create an account with Arlo on the web or on your smartphone, and you're running. Yeah. Then you either use double-sided, you know, 3M tape, or you put a screw in the wall or wherever you want to be, and you hook these tiny little um, little mounts, and they're, they're magnetic. So the actual cameras have a magnet in them. The mount is metal. I put one of the cameras just on the gutter, and it just stuck there. Yeah. I put one of these mounts on the telegraph pole at the front of my house, looking at the house, just to prove 100% wire-free. Mm. So no and power within cord. within range of your network because yeah. they're wireless. As long as it's within well, range of the that, Wi-Fi, that, that, that's, it's uh, unbelievable. That, that's, they've, they've really nailed this product. I think the wire-free bit is something that... It's kind of a it's a pain point for all the other security yeah. cameras because you need to find a PowerPoint, you need to run the cable, you need to hide the cable. So that that that's a bit that's a bit hard for other cameras. Well, the Arlo not a, not no such problem. Now I've got the other one, thing too, though. One more thing is the fact that usually with uh, other camera manufacturers, you need to buy a, a different camera if you want to use it outdoor. There's an indoor mm. version, outdoor version. Arlo is indoor and outdoor. They're both with the same. Boring with rain, no dramas. Night vision, HD, the whole lot, 720p HD as well. So, um, and here's what happens: out of the box. So, I've got a lot of these fun cameras around, right? And they're all great for live monitoring, but none of them have really nailed the security camera thing for me. The cloud setup doesn't work. NAS setup doesn't work with all of these cameras. This thing out of the box, you create an account and it automatically starts uploading content to a cloud. You set a time frame. So, for example, my wife works two days a week. During those times, the cameras are on. So any activity gets uploaded to the cloud. I had it originally sending me an alert on the phone and an email. That becomes... So when, in other words, when there's nobody home. When there's no one home... That's when you re- you've, you've programmed it to receive I'll your motion I'll get an alert alerts. on my phone. Yeah. I'll get an email. And what about this? In the email, you can click to download the video and watch mm-hmm. the video there and then. You can log on to the website or the, or the app and you can see all the videos you've got in your library. And I've got to tell you, it's unbelievable. Here's what happened yesterday. I've got. I've just put one sitting. It's actually sitting on a pram at the front of my house because I haven't put the mount up again. But anyway, I'm waiting for a, a special delivery to come to my house the other day, Stephen. I'll show you this video while I talk. So here's a courier knocking on the door, right? Uh-huh. And it captures that. And then it captures another one of him leaving the parcel for me. Great, good on you, mate. But then seconds later, it captures him come back <laughs> what is and he take doing? the parcel. Oh. So with this vision in real time, because I got I got the alerts. Because no uh-huh. one was home. Yeah. I got the alerts. I downloaded the video. I rang the company who was sending me the item. And I said, listen, uh, was that courier marked that as delivered? And they go, yeah. I said, you might want to ring him and tell him to re-deliver it because Whoa. he's still got it. So I was able to show, prove to myself that, that yeah. it was delivered and then it was taken by him. Proof of concept right there. Unbelievable footage. Really so easy what, to uh, use. He, <laughs> is that right? He so, left it and then took it. Now, oh. I'm assuming he took it because he felt guilty that it probably shouldn't have been yeah. left, although I did leave instructions. And he, he was going to get back to the depot and mark it as, as not yeah. delivered. But just for the sake of the yeah. of, of the conversation, it worked well for me. But, you know, I've got one in the, in the, in the man cave, right? Mm-hmm. Kids go in there. I ring up. I rang what are you up doing the other day. I said, Amanda, put Harry on. Harry's Get three. Get I've out gone, of there. Harry, what are you doing in Dad's office? Nothing. No. What are you doing in Dad's office? Looking for my <laughs> shoes. They're not in my office. Because he goes in there, he's just sitting on my chair, swinging around. Yeah. It's hilarious to watch. <laughs> so it, it, the, the thing about him is, look, 
the my only my two gripes are you've got to be very careful about how you set the settings. If my outdoor one was recording every car that drove past, the battery yeah. died in like mo- one two motion, weeks. Yeah. So it's not meant to record every five minutes, right? Yeah. So new batteries and not cheap, but you shouldn't need to do them more than more than once or twice a yep. year. Um, I wish it was an open platform. I wish it was using things like if if this then that. Yes. But it's not. It's a closed ecosystem which will integrate with other things. But I hope they open that up a bit. Yeah. So um, it'll, it'll potentially work with like Belkin switches and things like that. Well, it and should. Other but the, the problem is of, it doesn't because yeah. they're not open. They're looking to close yeah, sure. the ecosystem and create stuff. So yeah. that's what I want from that is is an open ecosystem. And look at the face of it. The pricing looks steep. But let me just tell you a couple of things. So a single camera and base station three forty nine. Two cameras and base station, five eighty nine. Uh, three cameras and base station, seven ninety nine. And if you've got any of those, you can buy an additional camera for two fifty. Sounds like a lot to me, but then if you look at things like the swans and all those different things, to get all the features of this is impossible for a start. Yep. And secondly, you end up paying about that amount for base stations and all these kind of things that are recording at yep. home, and, not and, in the cloud. And you may need an electrician to put a PowerPoint up in a, in a spot for you. I give you a gold platter guarantee. There is not another product that is as easy to use and out of the box gives you actual monitoring of your home Absolutely. than the Netgear Arlo. They're available now at JB Hi-Fi. Uh, you can check out my full review at eftm.com.au and soon at techguide.com.au. Now, Stephen, normally we would end the show with a minute review, but I find it very important that we spend a minute or two letting everyone in Sydney know, if you're coming to Sydney, the Royal Easter Show is on for the next little while. Stephen Fennig, you are at the Tech Arena, uh, in the Tech Arena Theatre, doing your uh, daily shows as of tomorrow. That is it, mate. I'm doing four presentations a day, four different presentations per day for the two weeks of the show. We're in the Tech Arena, which is in Hall 3. Right near the showbag hall, so a lot of there'll be a lot of foot traffic through there, uh, just down from the uh, the Woolies Fresh Food Dome as well. Now the idea of the Tech Arena is for you to. There's a lot of companies that are displaying product, and it's a place to get your hands on product and you know uh, try them out for the first time. But man, but my my presentations are all about where technology is going, sort of tips and tricks all about the, the smart devices we're going to be seeing this year. There's a whole talk dedicated to the Internet of Things and home automation. Yep. So it's really, it, it's obviously very consumer-friendly. You know, I'm not going to, you're not going to uh, need a science degree to understand what I'm talking about. It's very accessible, pretty pretty uh, mainstream consumer Now, stuff. I don't have a lot of insight into what's going on out there, but I am witness today in the Tech Guide office to a lot. Like, this place is full of Prizes. prizes. So there's giveaways right. as well, mate. Every presentation, after every presentation, so you enter before the presentation starts, and uh, uh, it, it will be drawn at the end of the presentation, but each prize is related to what I'm talking about. Like, for example, my first talk is about uh, TVs, their evolution, and you're going to win, you could win a Chromecast, so a, a way to stream content to your TV. The second talk is uh, the Internet of Things. So we're, we're chatting about home automation and things like that. So at the end of that talk, you may win a Belkin Wemo Switch. Cool. Uh, we've got another talk about smartphones and smart devices. And you'll win, uh, if you are lucky enough to win that draw, uh, the Alcatel Pop C7 smartphone. Mm. Uh, and the final talk is the, the tech tips and tricks, the tech life hacks, as I call them. Uh, and you can win a Garmin VivoFit activity band. 
Cool. So you enter before the before the presentation. Thousands of dollars we'll worth be, of prizes. Uh, that's right. So we'll be I'll be chatting about what what you know I'll be getting up on stage and sort of spruiking the fact that the show is about to begin and that you can enter this competition uh, and the prize is drawn at the end of the at the end of my presentation just to make sure they sit there and listen to me. Every <laughs> single day of the show, four shows a day. Uh, you can check it out at uh, the Royal Easter Show. And it, just as a small little call out, if you're at the Easter Show this Saturday, the two blokes will be at the Easter we'll Show be because together. Stephen's presentation at three o'clock will end and he's going to pop over and say good day in the 2UE outside broadcast studio where yes. I'll be doing my, uh, my show with Tim Webster. So if you're at the Easter Show on Saturday, we'd love to see you come out, say good day to the two blokes uh, around the 2UE well, broadcast area. If anyone is there, yes, with the two blokes, we'd love to meet our listeners in person. Uh, it, it is great uh, to a lot of the people who come to the Tech Arena Theatre, uh, people who listen to me on the radio, listen to our podcast and uh, they ask if you're there last year they said i was trevor here too i said look i'm not married to the bloke but anyway i'll check um but uh <laughs> it is a really good way to keep in touch with your readers and your listeners and uh you know i i really i find that really rewarding sort of yeah, having good. meeting those people and, and them th- when they thank you for you know the help you've given them over the years i think that's really great good stuff check it out at the royal Easter show and uh, you can follow Stephen on twitter for all those updates as well at Stephen finnick i'm on twitter at trevor long thank you for listening episode 201 and thank you to netgear for their support we'll be back again next week with two blokes talking tech. two blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with trevor long and Stephen finnick